Welcome to our short podcast today as part of the series sharing experiences to support you, our Adobe Partner Specialist, on how to continually drive the right behaviours and activities to maximise your opportunity for sales success. My name is Caroline Egan and today the title of our podcast is Collaboration is Multiplication. In a market where there is, as we will all be very familiar with, a constant need to build new pipeline, close more opportunities and generally scale and grow year on year, we need to look at ways in which we can collaborate across teams to multiply the business outcomes. That's something we're all looking for, ways in which we can scale what we do to make sure that we're meeting our objectives and meeting our expectations of what we need to do for our business. Our podcast today is particularly about how we can showcase how Adobe and the partner sales teams can truly drive scale in both developing pipeline, closing those new opportunities by working more closely together. We're going to provide some practical insights and a specific example in how this has been working and what it could mean for you to multiply your opportunity through collaboration. Overall, I think some great learning experiences to be shared. So to hear these experiences firsthand, I'm joined by three special guests today, Elliot Chilton and George Robinson from TD Sinex and Alice Woods from Adobe. Welcome to all three of you and thank you for joining me today. Let me start by giving you the opportunity to introduce yourselves, your role and your background. Alice, should we start with you? Yeah, absolutely. So hi, um, I'm Alice, obviously. I'm a product sales specialist for Adobe Document Cloud, so Acrobat and Adobe Sign, Acrobat Sign as we call it now. I've been at Adobe for four years total, working across the mid-market and enterprise spaces, but always within that Document Cloud world. And yeah, I joined as a graduate back in 2018. Great, thank you. George? Hi, uh, as introduced, my name is George Robinson. I've been working at TD Synex for six years. The whole time it's been within the software team, uh, focusing on the Adobe vendor. So any, anything from sales, loading orders, I've done everything. Great. Thank you, George. Elliot. Hi, I'm Elliot. I'm one of our business development managers here in our Adobe software team here at TD Synex. I've been working with inside tech data for five years now. I came through as one of the first apprentices and I've worked in various places around the business um, where from services, which focused on subscription and also on general sales too. And I've recently moved into our um, Adobe software uh, business unit for the past eight months. Great. It sounds like we've got some great combination of experience across the team and right the way through from all areas of sales and obviously working across the Adobe product set. So so great. And, and, and again, thank you all for joining me here today. So I understand that you've all had some great success in working together to accelerate and elevate a recent opportunity, which has gone particularly well. So I'm really keen to share this with our audience so that we can all take some learnings, understand what's happened and also look at how for all of us, those opportunities could be replicated and obviously understand what those business outcomes are by, by driving that level of collaboration for all. So 
Before we go into detail on the particular opportunity, Alice, could you please share a little bit of information around your team and how you work with partners? Yeah, of course. I think it's yeah something that's definitely worth covering because how we work with partners has really changed in the past year. Obviously, previously, my team has existed for a long time and it's all always been focused on the Acrobat Sign product and really focused on direct. Whereas now I would say over 50% of what we do is actually via the partners and through through the channel. Great. So I think, yeah, it's really important for yeah us to be able to define what value we are and what we can bring to kind of partner deals. So first thing, obviously, the, it's in the title, like product sales specialists, <laughs> like we're su- subject matter experts. So we know those products like the back of our hand. And obviously that's the structure across Adobe where... Yeah, we want to focus on these specific products and know exactly the use cases. Obviously, we're also industry split. So Mm. uh, personally, I focus on like retail and energy and oil and gas and taking all of that information from previous opportunities and research we do outside and being able to apply it to obviously direct deals, but also deals through the channel. In terms of what that actually means, I think it really depends on what's required and what's needed, but that can vary from obviously assistance with discovery, defining where the value is, um, providing success stories, providing access and leveraging all of what Adobe has. So that's from, you know, we've got a fantastic team of SCs. We've also got experts on various different parts of the product that that are more complicated. For example, qualified electronic signatures, which comes up in conversations a lot. And yeah, and just to kind of at the key point, growing deals, showing mm. value to the customers, managing the sales cycle, making sure that the deals come in and that the customer's happy and that they've got all of the value they want and that at the end of the day, they pick Adobe. So yeah. I think there's there's a lot that we can do and we can be involved to a greater or lesser extent, but there's so much potential and we're just here to to help really. Thank you for that great introduction to the team. But I mean, I hear two particular things from what you're saying there. One is obviously that you're increasing your focus on working more with partners in order to support and scale the business with the channel partners through you know distribution and resellers and secondly you there's a big focus there on value isn't there and with your industry alignment and understanding the business use cases which in turn allows you to impart your knowledge as well with the whole channel around what is value for the end customer um, and actually being able to really understand and get that insight with more intelligent discovery and as you say to be able to grow those opportunities in the first instance but then also grow that overall customer relationship yes so so, so great to hear yeah I think it's really focusing on those bigger opportunities a lot less of a transactional more consultative relationship and then yeah overall just improving that relationship and increasing like lifetime value of a customer yeah, that's a great way to put it, you know, being more strategic and consulting about the relationship rather than purely transactional. So so bearing all of that in mind, I said a moment ago that there was a particular opportunity that we wanted to highlight today. So maybe, George, I could come to you and ask if you're happy to share the background to the opportunity that you, Elliot and Alice all worked on together. Certainly. So we can't go too deep into the actual end user details for various data protection rules, GDPR, things like that. Uh, But what I can tell you is that the end user in concern was a large energy provider 
and they initially approached their reseller actually just asking about kind of their renewal which they had upcoming at the time but it was only a kind of small low value renewal just normal run rate business that we would kind of look at but through a bit of discovery we actually or at least the reseller discovered that they had a large batch of perpetual licensing um, which is kind of an old technology now and they were going through a bit of a refresh and decided that all things considered with the time of their renewal why not actually go through and modernize everything so they ended up having actually oh, correct me if i'm wrong here alice but ended up being about thousands and a half maybe even two thousand acrobat licenses yeah that's so correct, yeah it was a very large deal for us so, so George, that's how the opportunity started. And obviously the reseller working with you directly to, to highlight that, which is great, and, and showing their value around being able to have that conversation. But Alice, when were you brought into the discussion? What process did you go through to enhance the opportunity f- for everybody concerned? Yeah, so um, when I was first introduced, it's again through Tech Data and then the reseller, was actually speaking to one of their team who was basically the account administrator like he had a very key insight into exactly what was happening in in the business but actually didn't really have very much power or in, insight so they'd identified that there was clearly like a good reason to move into a kind of subscription based account and that there were key pain points there as well as just kind of modernization there was risks of security etc And for an organization that was kind of responsible for public funds as well, that was a key factor in their decision. What I think when I came into the opportunity was really push it and try and find who in the business was the most, the person they should be speaking to. So who actually had power over this and actually cared about the customer data or the, all of the stuff that they were managing through, through their Acrobat perpetual licenses, and then really try and leverage that particular, I'll say, decision maker role um, to try and see more value in Acrobat, more use cases in Acrobat, and ultimately grow the deal. I think as well, when we're looking at a migration from perpetual licenses, the tendency can be to really drop drop the price a little bit and make it really attractive. But I think because of the point at which we were brought in and the relationship we were able to kind of create, particularly with the reseller who'd had a kind of 10-year relationship with the customer, I think we managed to actually maintain quite a high rate per unit um, as opposed to dropping that down low because the customer really saw value in it and um, there wasn't, yeah, there wasn't the need to try and compete on price when we had a product that they that they really cared about. So yeah, various different reasons there, but I think, yeah, it was it was a really kind of good experience from Adobe side in terms of working with TD Cynics and um, the partner but yeah we definitely were able to bring kind of different elements from each side and 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 create a really strong position um, for for the deal to be closed within within the timelines that we expected and grow it <laughs> and grow it yes yeah that's right and, and, a, and again you know I'd, I'd just pick up one particular thing that you mentioned there as well is one was obviously the identifying of the stakeholders which you clearly did and understanding why the prospect was looking for particular things. And again, it's taking that time, isn't it, sometimes to take that little bit of a step back when a, pro- when a prospect is asking you for something like pricing to say, actually, 
Why are they looking for this? What are the initiatives that are going on within their business, which might be driving this conversation where, as you certainly all found in this particular opportunity, there was an a great opportunity to upsell and cross-sell to elevate the value of the opportunity for all. And in that, I include the customer because they got out of this what they needed to meet some of the initiatives that they had um, ongoing within their business. So there's clearly a number of elements that we've touched on in this conversation about the value to, to everyone, distributor, reseller and Adobe and the customer in working together. But Elliot, what would you like to highlight as regards to the specific value of the opportunity for you in your business? In our business, it was all about working together, making sure that we could fulfill the customer's needs on what their requests were for their add-ons over to their uh, upgrade and renewal for the whole deal. So that was one of the key benefits from this. So moving from a standalone device license, which, well, a perpetual license, which is as soon as it's, you know, logged on to a device, it's there on that device. You can't move it around. This is where with the VIP, it enabled this whole new working um, dynamic for the solution. It meant that they could use it on um, web-based applications. There were going to be more features that helped with the upselling. On top of that, you also then had the, uh, on one of the license lines that they got with inside this opportunity was that they decided to go for the enterprise grade, which meant that they were having that further support and things more with the admin control, single sign-on. And then on the strategic level engagement side of things, it did also help um, the customers support their overall uh, end goals with a greater value and satisfaction. And overall, there was a whole um, solution there which uh, fit well, which fitted their uh, customer needs for it, which again meant that there was a greater value add uh, for them to use the product and overall keep using Adobe. Great. So, you know, you say customer satisfaction, a growing of the of the deal as regards to obviously the number of users and so on and appreciating there are some differences in pricing around perpetual to subscription. But obviously that grows the opportunity for the customer over time, which which is really great to hear. You know, it's a it's a great example of not only working together to, to understand the customer's needs, but also a great example of how you've all worked together in harmony, you could say. To, to make sure that you're delivering on the needs of the customer and more and, and, and over potentially delivering on that value to them, which is which is important. But also with you as TD Sonex in, in working with Adobe and then also with the reseller. So maybe, George, I could just ask you, why, why do you think this level of partnership was achieved? So thanks for asking. I think one of the biggest ones, one of the biggest factors is that kind of everyone knew what they needed to do. Everyone, I don't want to say it sounds kind of mean, but everyone stayed in their lane. So I worked with our reseller. I, I didn't talk with the end user. I didn't offer technical support, that kind of thing. That was Alice's role. I discussed within the reseller to provide quotes. Um, Elliot had a discussion with the reseller's point of contact for the end user to actually discuss how the solution could help them. Um, so everyone knew their role to play and we played it to perfection. Great. It's a bit like it's a bit like football, isn't it? 
dare I use that analogy. Everyone's playing. I know there's a few groans on the podcast today, but it is. If, if you have people that know where they're playing on the pitch, then everyone works much more collectively and effectively as a team. And I think that's the point here, which is being highlighted. It's, And I think that, without putting words in your mouth, I mean, I presume that drove lots of sort of trust and transparency because of the way in which you engaged. Absolutely. So instead of one person trying to maintain ownership over everything, it was shared around. So mm. whilst there was only one end user, there was probably about five, six different levels of contact between Adobe, the vendor, the reseller, and TD Synex, the distributor. So we all yeah. worked together and worked together quickly. I also think that like that open communication was really important for just in terms of value to the customer, the amount of flexibility we were able to have prepared because when you're, you know, having a conversation and negotiating with a customer and you have three levels of approval or, you know, all of the, the stuff that happens in the background at Adobe, but also make sure that everyone along the sales cycle is happy with what we're discussing and what we're proposing because we were able to have that open communication, we were actually able to be a lot more streamlined and open and you know clear to the customer what the timelines were, what the steps were, make, have them give them a lot of confidence in, in us and in the background and that we knew what we were doing. And I think that really, really helped build that trust as well, purely from a fact of us working well together and having a level of communication and trust where you can work quickly and you can make those decisions quickly you don't have to see it as a as a drag to be working through kind of three levels it can be kind of a benefit because everyone plays to their strengths yeah that's a nice way to put it and I think there is no doubt from what I've heard here today around the value to both the customer and to Adobe and to obviously Tito Sinex and also the reseller that there's been huge value for everyone in this um, opportunity and, and collaboration truly has been multiplication because of the value which has come out of that level of collaboration. Is there anything that George Elliott would like to add around the value that Adobe particularly gave you? Because obviously bringing in Alice and the team gave you access to additional expertise. You know, what, what, what value did that give you in the conversations that you had? Having the direct involvement of Alice was helpful because everything was so streamlined. She managed to get all of the approval she needed for like, for instance, special pricing and special SKUs to use for this customer in particular, normally on any other opportunity, it could take a couple of weeks for those approvals, but Alice managed to get it through in almost a day off of my recollection. Um, and just that on its own right, not having the customer needing to wait just to get a quote. And that was, that, that has to be the biggest takeaway. Mm. I mean, I agree. I just would also add as well the the conversation around opening up that conversation and bringing in the stakeholders and so on, because that in itself enabled there to be more value perceived by the customer, which I think has obviously helped to escalate the, the and elevate the, the level of opportunity in the particular customer opportunity. And I don't think just for this opportunity, but in the relationship going forward. Definitely. I also think there was a third element, which was actually, so the, the reseller that we were working with having this really long relationship with the customer and knowing that the business back to front, bring, being able to bring me in into a position of trust already without having to build that in some ways. 
and being able to leverage that made me able to do my job in terms of discovery and what you're talking about like finding the right stakeholders etc and then I think the second half that was more me working with kind of TD Cinex to streamline the process from that point so it did really work in three stages but I was really happy that we were all able to play to strengths there yeah no that's great and you know I'm really conscious Alice that we're looking to help our listeners to understand how and when is best to engage your team because we do want to drive and collaborate more on opportunities to to elevate and multiply um, opportunities like the one we've discussed today so what would you see as the key actions and next steps that specialists listening to this podcast today should take yeah so I think the first step would be to speak to your cam speak to the cams speak to your adobe contacts and bring them the the opportunities that you think would be would see the most value from bringing uh, one of my team or or one of the product specialists on in general so i would say looking at around four opportunities per quarter potentially i would say from around 30k upwards for for one of the really key opportunities the really key kind of customers that you think would, would would work well and you want to identify where there's scope where there's potentially a large volume of licensing being acquired or where there is a particular initiative that's happening within within the business where there is an opportunity to grow to to build relationships across different stakeholders and to yeah just bring the deal together which can be helped with a product specialist i mentioned before what we can help with. But I think the key point at the beginning is bringing someone in at that discovery point. So pre-demo to be able to have those conversations and really draw out that pain, because if it's not going to go anywhere, there's nothing lost. But if there is something that could be something great, I think there's a lot of value in bringing in a specialist to give some consultative advice and then see where the opportunity goes. No, that's perfect. So as you say, first thing, identify who your industry and um, product sales specialist is via your CAM, which is great. Secondly, identify those four opportunities per quarter and identify the right profile of opportunities as you've just outlined. So those are three key actions every specialist listening today should go away and do, because this could make the difference between you driving enough pipeline and creating enough opportunities for the rest of this year in Q3 and Q4, and also going into next fiscal. So thank you everyone for your time today and for sharing your experiences with our audience. And we look forward to everyone on this podcast today, both our guest speakers and also our listeners today to be even more successful in building pipeline and closing more opportunities in this quarter and going forward through collaborating between the partner and the product sales teams within Adobe. Thank you.